Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Plessis. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, I had this dream where I relished the fray and the scream and filled my head all day. It was as though I'd been spit here, settled in into the pocket of a lighthouse on some rocky socket. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chet. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. Well, uh, we have a uh, interesting show, to say the least, for you today on Oilers Now. Edmonton Oilers General Manager Peter Shirelli spoke yesterday, did a media availability after the Oilers farmed out both Yesapul Yarby and Kyler Yamamoto on Saturday. Um, 
Peter will join us today at 12.35 to talk about uh, development of young players, to talk about the current plight of the team, um, to talk about how uh, things are going on a multitude of fronts, not just with the Oilers, but a couple of the other uh, Oiler franchises as well. Um, that song, by the way, uh, for those of you uh, that honoured uh, Remembrance Day weekend, there's a lot of... Uh, nautical disaster by the tragically hip um there's some discourse over the years of the meaning of the actual lyrics some people think that that was paying homage to uh diep uh i i believe i read somewhere where uh gord downey who uh, is no longer with us as we all know was actually uh sort of writing the song in terms of the concept uh concept of the uh ship uh, bismarck uh being blown apart during the course of the uh uh, war as well. So, anyhow, uh, and some have compared a sports franchise to being on a ship, and you're either on the ship or you're not on the ship. But uh, I've always loved that song. It's an emotional song. Great band. You can never go wrong opening up with Tragically Hip uh, on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now. So, Peter Shirelli will join us today at 1235. We'll recap last night's. There's no other way to say it. it was a real disappointing performance against Colorado Avalanche. The Oilers have now practiced, uh, gotten off the ice over at Rogers Place, um, but they've now dropped four straight games. They play the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow. And the Heat's starting to get on the hockey club here after a you know, poor start, 0-2 to the year. Then the team went 8-2-1. and Now they've lost four straight games, and it was a stink bomb in large portions last night against the Colorado Avalanche. Regular Monday contributor to the show, John Shannon, is in town, and we'll hook up with John at 1 o'clock, and we will go fully interactive as well. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our Heartland 4 text line at 630-630. If you think all dealerships are the same, think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. You can also reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort Casino. They've got 5440 at the River Cree on December 29th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can tweet me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. And the show account is at Oilers. Now, Brendan, how was your weekend? Uh, it was busy with the Crusaders and other things and certainly would have been capped off a lot better with a better performance last night from the Oilers. Yeah, it didn't go well right from the get-go. We're going to get right down that path here as we go to our Oilers Now Audio Vault for our friends at Direct Workwear. For product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. The, uh, the Oilers were second best right from the opening whistle. Here's Veterans Day in the United States. It's Remembrance Day in Canada, and a Canadian team takes on an American team tonight. Delandeskog down the seam, dishes McKinnon, a shot, a save made by Talbot, a rebound score! Miko Rentinen able to tuck it home, and the Avalanche strike just 26 seconds into the game. Barry puts the brakes on from the goal on dishes. One-timer scores. Soderbergh pounds it through a screen. Rebound, smacked out of midair. Then off the side of the post, and eventually in and Colorado's extended the lead to 3-0 with exactly one second remaining on the penalty to Darnell Nurse. Pulls up just inside the blue line. Finds an opening and a score. Tyson Berry fed by Miko Rantanen. Alon Lucic coming out of the right corner. Surveys the interior. Feeds to Larson. Shot score! Adam Larson top left corner and the relentless pressure by the Edmonton Oilers Able to get on the scoreboard, I believe Ty Ratty with a high slot tip. 
Her foot nearby, and the horn sounds, and that'll be all. The Avalanche win this game handily, 4-1. to one. We're trying to do it the easy way, and you can't win the easy way. Can't win the easy way. Uh, Oilers lose, final score, 4-1. They've dropped four in a row. This, i, I got to tell you, from a radio broadcaster and show host perspective, the way the Oilers have performed this season has almost been perfect. Right? Unless, of course, you have emotional investment in the team and you want to see the team win every game. But uh, there's an old saying, you know, like that they started the year 0 and 2 and everybody got all wound up and uh, oh boy, the, the, you know, the sky's falling in. Then the team banged off an 8 2 and 1 stretch, had some impressive victories. They beat Winnipeg, they beat Nashville. Those are good teams. They beat Washington uh, at home. That was maybe their best game of the year, and the Oilers did not come back with the same lineup after they beat Washington, by the way. Miko Koskinen has had some wins, but Cam Talbot's dropped four straight. Well, now the Oilers have lost four straight themselves as a team overall, and uh, Todd McClellan was asked following the game why the team is struggling. We're spread out. We're not close. We don't execute real well. We have um, some structure that we need to rely on to... uh, you know, to predict where pucks might go and to read and react off each other, whether it's in the four check or in the D zone. And uh, we've got away from that a little bit. All right. Uh, McClellan further uh, went down the path about his team cheating the game. Our uh, go-to guys or our big guys, Leon probably scored, could have scored uh, five or six goals from the Tampa game on just on the power play. But I think sometimes when you're, when you're not quite doing things uh, efficiently and correctly, um, on one side of the puck, uh, you don't get rewarded on the other. And uh, we'll have to look at our lines, our groups. More importantly, we'll have a good video session tomorrow and we'll look at the way we're um, cutting corners a little bit. And uh, you don't get rewarded offensively when you do that. Lack of desperation, also an issue for the Oilers, according to Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Well, there was a lack of desperation, I thought, in Florida. I thought here the guys wanted to play, uh, but they they didn't. You know, and if you equate desperation with shortcuts, uh, then there was a lack of it because I thought we were trying to cheat the game a little bit. But, uh, you know, we know where we're at right now. We know what uh, we've done the last four games. That doesn't sit well with anybody. Um, and we want to come out and establish our game uh, like we have been doing. Um, our first periods, our first 10 minutes have been really good for uh, for a long period. Uh, we've got away from that over here the last little bit, and uh, we've got to get back to it. All right, those are comments from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Ryan Nugent Hopkins did not finish the game last night on a line with Connor McDavid. And in fact, uh, Nugent Hopkins, who going into last night's game had a 5.8% shooting percentage, uh, he had a sleepy performance. He was fighting the puck all game last night. Uh, today at practice, Nugent Hopkins was centering uh, Tobias Reeder and Alex Chason. And it was Leon Dreisaitl of Drake Kajula flanking Connor McDavid. Here's Nugent Hopkins on the Oilers' four-game losing streak. Yeah, I mean, for sure this is a bad stretch for us. Against Washington, it wasn't a terrible game, but the last three have been uh, this is not up to the level that we should be in. Um, but now we just, I mean, uh, we got to move on. I mean, uh, it's still early in the season and still establishing our game, so um, we got to be able to move on. And uh, um, We played some good teams early in the season, and we beat them and uh, played well against them so we can look back and take some confidence from there and uh, um, and just uh, put these behind us but learn from them. I mean, you can't take a period off. You can't take any shifts off, but especially a full period. And uh, good, good hockey teams will make you pay for that. Connor McDavid added these comments on the Oilers' poor performance last night. It's bad, obviously. Um, you know, give up a goal in the first shift. That's never good. Um, and obviously we didn't... Uh, 
and play the way we need to. Um, and we weren't desperate enough. Should be a desperate team. We've lost three in a row. All right, Leon Drysaddle added some additional comments on the Oilers struggling for two periods. They actually had a decent third, and Drysaddle had two point blank looks in third. Probably should, you know, I mean, give credit where it's And again, the Oilers didn't get the stops early. And that was part of it, but uh, fact is the whole team, and I'll get to one more point in a second, but here's Dreisaitl on the team struggling through the first couple of periods. You know, I thought the third uh, was was a little better, but um, you know, if you if you start like that, or if you if you play like that for two periods, you're probably not going to beat a, a single team in this league. Following the game last night, I put a tweet out that said Zach Cassian was the best Oiler tonight. He played a season high 14:58. He had four shots and three hits. Some of you got the context of that tweet. If Zach Cassian is the Oilers' best player, they're going to... Now, that said, against San Jose uh, in back-to-back playoff games, he might have been their best forward and helped them win two of those games. But, um, you know, Zach's a fourth-line player. And if he's their best player, that's saying a lot about some of the guys in the top nine. Uh, Early at practice today, Koskinen was on the ice again for about uh, 15 to 18 minutes. Uh, I will tell you that for most of the last three weeks, he has been joined by Yessa Pugliarvi, of course. Pugliarvi and Kyler Yamamoto were sent down to Bakersfield, who had a very good start to the season. Uh, I think they've only been outshot in one game all year. They've got a good power play. They've got lots of positive energy going around their team right now. Peter Sorelli, who again will be making an appearance on today's show at 1235. Let's get to him uh, some thoughts first on uh, where uh, Jesse Pugliarvi is at. Uh, he, this from an availability that Shirelli did yesterday. With Jesse, it's about getting his confidence back. I thought he had a, uh, I thought he had a strong camp, and uh, it didn't translate to start. Um, you could see, you know, you could see some of the frustration in his game. But having said that, there was some uh, some maturity in his game too. So we just have to build build it back up a little bit and. It's uh, it's easier to do that down there with uh, with more minutes and uh, a little more latitude, <clears throat> margin for error. With all right, that's Peter Shirelli. That quote went sideways on us. So let's get to uh, Peter's comments on Kyler Yamamoto. With Yamo, I thought he played pretty well as a as a complimentary player. Um, he was responsible. Uh, I thought he supported well. I thought the little things uh, without the puck, he was good on the PK. He, uh, you know, he, we took him out of the game. Uh, he sat a little bit, uh, and with him it was confidence. And for him it's about, uh, I told him it's about finishing, going down there and finish, finish uh, your opportunities. Because he did have a lot of opportunities up here, and uh, I didn't want, uh, I didn't want his, his confidence to struggle either. All right, so uh, that is uh, Oilers uh, General Manager Peter Schroll. Actually, one more comment, just on Koskinen, who, again, Brendan, you were in the building last night. I know he came in and it was 3 nothing. He was better than Talbot last night when he was in there. He was, and he came into an ovation from the fans, so I don't think it's lost on them how Talbot's been performing lately. Here's Peter Shirelli on uh, Miko Koskinen. He's, he's come in and he's played a couple of tough games and, and won, um, and uh, you, know, you can see him getting calmer in the net. He's had to work uh, the first part of the year, just getting adjusted, uh, uh, to a number of things, including size of the rink, uh, uh, practice tempo, uh, practice drills, um, uh, North American tendencies, um, and he's—you uh, can see his work ethic out there, and, and he's—he's he's won us a few big games. All right. Uh, again, we'll have more. Uh, Peter Shirelli coming up live at uh, twelve thirty-four, twelve thirty-five today on Oilers Now. So 
Uh, yeah, Talbot's had a tough go here. He's lost his last four starts. Um, I didn't think he was great against Minnesota. Um, fourth line got crushed against uh, Washington in his next start. The game against Florida, Luongo was better early, and Luongo made some critical saves. Um, I wouldn't pin the loss against Florida. I mean, the second period, the Panthers completely dominated the game. Last night, the first goal, twenty, what was it, 25, 26 seconds into the game, you know, your your D throws a pizza up the middle. Your your captain uh, angles off on the play, and then gets uh, beat back to the hole on a three on two, uh, and then uh, Talbot kicks out a, a rebound and it gets put in the net. Now you're chasing, and the whole mood in the building, and we go, uh oh, we've been here before. Um, what else last night? Darnell Nurse. Here's the key for Darnell Nurse. Until Darnell Nurse realizes that less is more, more will be less. It's that simple. Until Darnell Nurse realizes less is more, more will be less. I don't know if it's a byproduct of coming in on a bridge deal and thinking, okay, i got to progress and be a 10-goal, 45-point defenseman that rushes the puck up the ice. Uh, but... You know, it's funny, when Darnell Nurse played for Hockey Canada in the 2015 World Juniors, he focused on being the meanest, nastiest SOB on D and punishing guys. And right now he's not doing either. So uh, this is going to be interesting because I do think that we've already seen with Clefbaum, and Clefbaum and Larson had some tough moments in last night's game. They were involved in that turnover that led directly uh, to the uh, first goal against. But I think we've seen Oscar Clefbaum take a step forward here under Trent Yanni. And I am going to be intrigued to see Trent work with Darnell Nurse because he's got the physical tools. But sometimes defensemen have to punt when they have puck possession. And with a priori- uh, priority of uh, of defending first. So, uh, I mean, the orders, you, you take a look at the plays that were made last night by Colorado's D. And Tyson Berry was the first star in the game, had a goal and assist. He's played very well at Edmonton over the years. A lot of people believe that the Avalanche will be prepared to sacrifice Barry in the offseason for another forward. And I think they need another forward because obviously they got a brilliant top line. But, you know, you could argue, whereas, well, I mean, last night you couldn't argue it because last night their second and third lines outplay the order's second and third lines as well. A um, little bit of a push in the third. Lucic setting up a nice play, an even-strength goal. I was, uh, you know, good. And Raddy goes to the front of the net and scores a greasy one. But uh, the Oilers were second best on the night, and now they've dropped four straight. Now they get the Montreal Canadiens in town. There won't be anybody sleeping at the start of tomorrow's game because the Canadiens fans will help get the building jacked up too. So it's going to be a funny event, but Edmonton's got to get off this losing slide here. And... Uh, you know, you had a chance at 8-4-1 to be in a real good spot. Uh, Washington and Tampa was always going to be a tough back-to-back. There's a little bit of a, a sickness, not like the players are sick, but a sickness that's afflicted the team's game, and they got to nurse it back and get healthy again here. And you heard Todd McClellan talk about no shortcuts and playing the right way. So, you know what? Um, McClellan has, has, you know... The orders don't have Pugliarvi and Yamamoto here, so the veterans can't look at those guys and say, well, those kids make those mistakes. Uh, There's some guys here, and some might say they're just placeholders until those kids are fully ready to go and uh, over-percolated, whatever term you want to use. 
but uh, th- this group's got to get pulling in the right direction here, and they got to get going in the right direction in a hurry. And against Montreal and Calgary in the next two games, those are high-profile hockey games. It's 12-23 in Edmonton when we come back. Brandon Escott will give us uh, NH. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tell today for our friends Elite Promotional Marketing. They'll also talk about all the different levels of hockey out there. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1226 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. We are now going to go to NHL today. It is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Here is the next rising young star, Ooh. Brendan Escott. Well, thanks, Bob. Four games on the NHL schedule tonight. The Canucks, the only Canadian team in action. They are playing the New York Rangers at MSG. It's a battle of the two Swedes from the 2017 draft. Elias Pettersson, Elias Anderson, who got called up recently. The NHL has reached a tentative settlement in that concussion lawsuit filed by more than 100 former players seeking damages for the fact that the league didn't prevent head trauma or warn them about the risks. A dollar value was not released by either side, but it is expected to be far less than that $1 billion that they were originally seeking. Kings goaltender Jack Campbell is out five, four to six weeks rather with a torn meniscus. Cal Peterson has been recalled and will join Peter Budai as the new goaltending duo in L.A. Rangers forward Pavel Bushnevich is out four to six weeks as well. He has a broken thumb. The Sens return Nick Paul to the AHL. The Flames did the same with Anthony Peluso. Four wins in a row for the Bakersfield Condors after knocking off the Iowa Wild on Saturday. They get a weekend back-to-back against San Diego and Colorado coming up. The Edmonton Oil Kings, they just keep on rolling, Bob. Picking up wins on Friday in Kootenai, Saturday in Medicine Hat. Quinn Benjafield had a goal and two assists on Friday. Brett Kemp had two goals and an assist on Saturday night. Tonight, they are in Lethbridge looking for three in a row. And the U of A Golden Bears outscored the Regina Cougars by a score of 12-1 over two games this week. 6-0, 6-1 the finals there. Jason Fram had six points to move to third in Canada West scoring. Riley Kaiser of the Bears leads the way with 14 points, and they play two in Lethbridge next weekend. That's how deep Alberta is. Riley Kaiser is a third-line checking center, and uh, he's currently playing with uh, Trevor Cox and Cole Sanford, those guys. Uh, Cox was a 109-point guy in the WHL. Sanford, 50-goal score. Alberta did not play with their two best forwards in that game. Uh, I was there. I sat with the two Bobs, uh, Bob the chiropractor. Uh, one of the Bobs uh, back in the day used to uh, used to be the Bears' the equipment guy when TD Force was the team therapist when I was doing the games in the late 1890s. 
or I just say late 1890s. You're not was, that old. <laughs> they, I am getting old. Halsey's got nothing on me, but uh, no, in the late 1980s. Uh, so yeah, I went and then I uh, bumped in, saw my man Dan Baker over at a Pack Pub 1905 uh, because there were a lot of restaurants downtown Saturday night that were absolutely crushed because Fleetwood Mac pulled uh, the pin on a, on the concert. So restaurants just got obliterated. So uh, as for the Oil Kings, I think they're seven zero and one in their last eight games overall. They're going pretty good right now. Uh, they've got some young talent there, and uh, Bakersfield. Four straight, Tyler Benson, four points on the weekend. All right, off to a uh, global news weather traffic update coming up with Trisha Kindleman. And when we come back, the general manager of the uh, Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, Peter Shirelli, live in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.